Kane, I got a problem. Well, Rhett, I don't want to hear about your problems. I want to hear about solutions. I don't. Ha- the I only don't. solution I know of is Gilgamesh brew. But that doesn't help. I me. recently had some black mamba. <laughs> Solved all my problems. I think it's just called mamba. <laughs> well, that night she was black mamba. <laughs> I don't want to hear about problems, right? Solutions. Well, can I tell you about a solution then? Yes. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) One such solution, if I'm picking up what you're laying down, is delicious pale ale brewed with hints of cherry. It's called Enchanted and Enlightened. Brewed in partnership with Salem's very own theater company, Enlightened Theatrics. That sounds like a hell of a solution. But unless I drink a lot of these, I still have a problem. There is no such thing as a problem. Only solutions. (laughs) (laughs) You know where I got that from? Where? (laughs) Uh, This guy at work, uh, his name's Alejandro. He doesn't speak that much English fucking funny guy though i walked in there and he's like what's going on Kane?" because this is when i'm really pissed off at work you know because we're so damn busy and whatnot it's like oh man i just I got problems just mounting and mounting he's like no Kane, no problem solution and this like walked away it's like i didn't know he could even pronounce those english words <laughs> yeah. i think the saying really goes there's no problems only opportunities <laughs> It's funnier with solutions. Gilgamesh Brewing. Did he like say Making Spanish? a beer for no, everyone. No, English. Bro- very broken. Like, very broken. Yeah. Funny. Beer for everyone. Even Alejandro. Even him. The man with the plan. Alejandro. Full of solutions. Full of this beautiful, golden, delicious solution from Gilgamesh Brewing. <laughs> Making a beer for everyone. Visit GilgameshBrewing.com for more information. Welcome to Duel Attains, the number one podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm Rhett. I'm Kane. Hi. <laughs> it's been a while. He is Kane. Hi. Hi, Kane. He's Hi Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. Um, <laughs> really uh, not really. <laughs> We've been gone a while. Yeah. It's actually been like three weeks since I've seen you. Yeah. Because we recorded those last two episodes at the same time. Yeah. Because. Well, you do. Yeah, I get briefly. Well, whatever. That doesn't count. Donuts were there. <laughs> you <invited> me. <laughs> Donuts were there, and the people there didn't conversing matter. Didn't happen. Yeah, conversing didn't happen. It was just a mad dash for a maple bar. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I forgot all. Max that. was coming in. I'm yeah, like, so everyone's just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone dig in before Max gets here. If there's one thing that your family has repeatedly told me that has sunk in, it's I better eat before Max finds it. Oh God, if. Home place pizza. Yeah, you fucking just you inhale what you can as soon as you I can. always feel bad because like like gentlemen pizza rules don't apply with your family. Like I feel like I eat more pizza than anyone in your family. Like your dad's like, hey, I got a home place for everyone, and I'm like, great, and I have like a whole pizza to myself yeah. just because like it's just seems I mean, it's like fun. traditional pizza math rules don't apply. Yeah, it's funny because it's like the pizza etiquette. That's yeah. why I always called it. Yeah, my family doesn't really follow that. Like. The person who buys the pizza, a normal bachelor pizza etiquette, you know, you and a bunch of buddies, the person who buys it, at least how I, I understand it, the person who buys it tends to get the first slice. Yeah. And gets first dibs at the last slice. Yeah. That's just two kind of unspoken pizza etiquette rules. My family, you know, just fucking dig in when you can before Max gets there. Yeah. And the, that's a weird thing. <laughs> he's like, nobody feels bad about it. Everyone's just like, yeah, I ate as much pizza as I could. You know, I was like... Maybe someone lost an arm or a finger, like in the. In <laughs> it was the like a NASCAR dash. race. Oh man, it was a really uh, you know humdinger today over there at the the, the pizza race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and the picker, we really pulled it together. You know, we really uh, 
Na- National <laughs> Association of Stock Car. No, I don't know. I was gonna try and come up with a new ac- acronym. NASPAR, National Association of Stock Pizza Racing. Bad joke. It was an attempt. Yeah, Ken, I bombed on Tuesday at comedy, so all my jokes are just terrible now. Every time I'm like, I have to redeem myself, and I'm like, let uh, me yeah. come up with a new acronym for NASCAR that's about pizza. <laughs> NASPAR. I'm funny, right, guys? 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 <laughs> guys? <laughs> yeah. So oh, that happened. But, like, I, there's not, no comic in history has ever been. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm not every guy has bombed. I'm not worried about it, but now it's like, every time I say something that's remotely, like, not even funny, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it hurts so bad. Yeah. Uh, no, it was fine. I think I took it like it. And actually, a, a few comics were even can't, took me aside and were like, hey, I got an idea for how you can make that joke work. And, so, and they like gave me a, their spin on it. You know, like, yeah. try, try it from this way. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I don't give a fuck. And you tried it and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try uh, it yet. Well, that's good. So, yeah, anyways, we hadn't, we hadn't had a chance to record because you were so damn busy with... Uh, the play, which was taken up most nights oh, during yeah, the week, yeah, and then yeah. work for me. Oh, this is the busy season, so I'm working like seventy hour weeks. Yeah, so it's life it's, shit. It's been deep. rough. But anyway, so how did how did that? I'm just, I feel really bad. That I wasn't able to make hair. No, or dude, make, don't worry about see it. See hair. You're, you're. I felt really bad because like everyone else in the family did. And I was like, I'm the one asshole who probably should have been in front of the line to see it. People, so don't worry. Oh, I well. Nah, dude, don't be just felt really bad. <laughs> I mean, it was probably like a once in a lifetime thing. That I mean, if you missed out, you should probably just kill yourself. It seems like the only reasonable Add thing to, to do. <laughs> 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 yes, die, <laughs> die, <laughs> Kane. Oh no, I, I, miss my show, <laughs> <laughs> little fuck. No, I was gonna say just add to the list of reasons why I should kill myself. Fuck. Nah, dude. I mean, I I'm not gonna. Sugarcoat it. You missed something great. I know. Everyone, to- everyone I talked to said it was fucking it. amazing. I, I did want to see it. I felt bad. It's yeah, just, it was kind of weird. It was just if a it weird makes you feel altogether. better. I barely see my kids in the past three weeks. If we're so damn busy at work. So no, okay, like, and that doesn't make me feel yeah. better. If it makes you feel better. You my kids what? don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> Your uncle came. They've been talking about some Uncle Timmy or something. I don't know who he is. Apparently, he's hanging on there. <laughs> Milkman. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Wow, this party really died. If you were John Schaefer, I'd make a joke about how it was me hanging around at your house a lot while you were gone. <laughs> that just feels weird. <laughs> he used to say that all the time, like, for whatever reason. Uh <laughs> His wife used to always tell people that, it, like, I was the father, like, as a joke, like, being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nobody ever got the joke. And I was like, please, just stop saying that. Someone's going to believe you someday. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it was good. John, how's it, how's it going oh, raising my kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's your wife and my kids? Yeah, how's your wife and my kids doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, show was good. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. It's like the most fun I've had in a long time. It was great. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> it was cool. I mean, it was kind of weird, you know, like just it was weird to think of, like I was making money doing something that was really fun to do. Yeah. Uh, and like didn't really feel like work. I fucking hate you. Dude, I know. <laughs> I know. Wake up every morning and like think of reasons like not to go into work right now. But then the kids are like, oh, we want a roof overheads. Oh, we want, you know, foodie. Oh. Now fuck them selfish bastards. I know, right? Oh, pricks. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really, the strangest part to me was to imagine, like, when I broke down the amount of money I was making per hour. Yeah. And then I was sort of thinking, like, oh, I'm making more money having fun every night than I did risking my ass like getting shanked in the fucking kidney over shit that wasn't even mine. Isn't that amazing. Yeah, it's. I don't understand. This is what bugs like, me about it's corporate world. They will pay you absolute shit to protect their profits. Yeah, 
Now, to me, if I was running a business and I need a security guard, I would think I'd want to pay him very well so I know make sure he does a good job protecting the stuff. Yeah. And 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 and, and the other employees, obviously, too. But, you know, make sure he's protecting them. But it's not, it just doesn't seem like a job you want to pay somebody shit, you know. Because, like, what's the stop? With, I mean, they were lucky with you because you were honest and you were actually doing a good job and trying to, you know, protect their profits. But it's also like, I mean, you pay somebody shit, you tend to get shit. Yeah. I mean, you posted, posted that thing on Facebook the other day about that uh, guy with that. Oh, yeah, that the credit com- card processing credit, company. Yeah, who, who like, uh, raised, yeah, like, the minimum salary gravity. for all his um, employees to, like, 70000 70, a year. And I was getting shit. Just people fucking shit on him. His own employees fucking shit on him. Well, yeah, it's the ones that are like who were making like seventy five before. Now they're or making seventy. You know. Yeah, that's right. Their raises like weren't proportionate to like what everyone else's were because some people got a jump of like thirty thousand a year. Mm-hmm. But it's like why fuck tend to your own fucking flock before you get. Okay, so maybe someone that you think is fucking less worthwhile than you got a significantly huge raise, but that doesn't diminish anything you're doing, and you're still hopefully making more money than them, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to get more raises in the future, that doesn't diminish your position or rank in the company, and if they're lazy fucks, guess how fucking free market enterprise works? They get their fucking shit canned. And someone else who's been in line for the $70,000 a year, who's probably more qualified than them and you, will get the job. And what's pissing me off, it's not just his employees, it's other fucking corporations, you know, oh my god, oh my god, somebody's actually paying their employees a fair way, oh my god, you know, so they're just fucking just shitting on him left and right, and then you get some of his customers, you mean like, you're gonna raise our prices, and he assured him, like, no, we're not. We're not like, raising dude, prices. My favorite, the favorite he thing... He fucking, like, took a hit on his salary. Yeah. He lost millions of dollars himself just away from his salary so he could pay for everybody else. Yeah. Oh, and then his sh- dipstick shithead brother who who agreed on a, a salary of $1.1 million a year and oh. doesn't even have anything to do with the running of the company is now, like, taking him to suit for whatever like oh jesus just fuck i read that whole thing and every time someone opened their mouth that wasn't him i was just like you're selfish you're a dumb selfish pricks oh my god dude uh the only guy who wasn't the owner of the company that said anything that made sense was uh the quote-unquote codfather from pike's place market yeah and he was like that guy's first big uh um, client that he got for his business and when they, everyone that respected that guy saw that he was going with gravity for their credit card processing, they were like oh okay, this guy must know his shit and when they interviewed him and they said, what do you think about this and he's like it's like, he's going to do his business, I'm going to do my business this doesn't change anything yeah, it doesn't, as long as it, I, I think he, as long yeah. as shit on his customers end doesn't change, then they, they, his customers have no fucking reason to open their mouths about it, Yeah, if he's not raising the prices which he hasn't and he's not going to, even after all the sh- like the money he's losing. Dude, I hope this guy fucking comes out on top. Me too. I mean, the best part too is like I love that like he was a conservative Christian guy, and you know had to fucking fend off like you know fucking Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck and all these motherfuckers. I also sort of love that he's a he's you know those are two people you know that list you know every once in a while I talk about people who just shouldn't live anymore there's there, there's the world would be a better place the without place them. the world would be like rush limbaugh glenn beck like i'm not saying someone should go out and kill him don't do that no, i'm just saying if those guys didn't exist this world would be much better off because those guys do nothing but breed fucking hate and greed so fuck them yeah glenn beck's a fucking idiot and he hired matt walsh to write for his website so there's that <laughs> Oh, I have a funny... Can't even fucking go to Matt Walsh's blog without being forwarded to the blaze anymore, which is just... I don't even give a shit what he says anymore. Oh. I get all my Matt Walsh news from the anti-Matt Walsh blog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a little bit of uh, Matt Walsh news that we'll segue into Josh Duggar news. So, f- three months ago, jo- it came out that Josh Duggar, when he was 15, molested... When we've talked about before, he molested like four of his sisters and then one other person. Like a cousin or something. I'm not sure. We don't know who, but... Molested... Like girls People. ranging from the age of like five to like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, that's fucking. That's a pedophile. <clears throat> yeah, and they all deserved it. <laughs> you fucker. According no. to the Duggars, they all probably deserved. Oh, it. I mean, fuck that family. Yeah, I wasn't speaking fuck on behalf family. behalf of me. I was being. I was being. Well, they're, they're, so, they're right a patriarch. There, but... Patriarch. 
Is it a, a patriarchal? Patriarchal. There you go. That's the word. So I mean, society. So it's like the man has all the say. Is always right. Where the diggers from? Huh? Where Arkansas. Hey. Then that fucking makes. Anyway, I like to put some Arkansas on my burgers. <laughs> Well, anyway, so, you know, three months ago that came out, you know, big controversy. The show got canceled. Fucking good because that show is just... 19 kids molested and counting. Yeah. <laughs> that show is just nothing but it just doing way more harm in the world than good. So, flash forward to last week. Fucking Ashley Madison. Yeah. You know, all those names, you know, the hackers leaked all those names. Well, guess whose name shows up? Well, for those, Josh for those who don't know, Ashley Madison is like a dating website oh, yeah. for... People who uh, husbands want... to yeah uh, husbands and people thrill seekers looking to hook up with women who are willing to hook up with married men. Mm-hmm. There might even be married women. I don't know the exact way that it I mean works, they but... they claim that they cater to both sexes, but it's really for married men. Yeah. That's who like ninety five percent of the fucking well, users. What's are. great about that is so there's thirty seven million users on Ashley Madison according to the statistics mm-hmm. that were released. And it's 31 million of them are men and five point whatever million of them are women. But then they found out that probably more than 50% of those female accounts are fake. They're just bot accounts. Yeah. So it's like maybe like one or two million women like on there. And I bet you most of those are probably just like prostitutes, just lookers even maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Probably half of those are prostitutes and the other half are are lookers. People who just want to look at the shit storm. Yeah. Oh, it was a shit story. But anyways, Matt Walsh had came out and defended Josh Duggar after the molestation. Oh, my God. He, he did? Oh, fuck yeah, he did. Oh, I trolled his ass for a while over Dude, it, Dude, what a dipshit. Oh, how yeah. do you defend that? Well, we talked about I talked about how he defended fucking the Duggars. Well, anyways, oh. so Matt Walsh, after this came out, he, I, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially, like, I think it, what his tweet or his, uh, the blog post said was, Few months ago, I defended Josh Duggar over the molestation. Yeah, my the reason he gave his reasons basically like oh, it was in the past. He's you know sought forgiveness. He's been treated. You know it wasn't that big of a deal to be treated with, like royalty. Is, yeah, and, and then he's like, I now regret that fucking post. Whoa! Or he didn't say fucking. He's like, I re- now regret that post. I'm I like, regret oh, that. Fucking <laughs> duh, you fucking stupid fucking asshole. And all because this is oh my god. Did you want to hear like my biggest problem with Christian people? Is that there's no fucking line that you can't well, cross. Well, my biggest problem is you're nothing like Jesus. Well, yeah, uh, that, yeah, which in, is true. in general. There, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely some people who who are good people. Who but walk you walk the line just how they're supposed to, or they try to. So yeah. I mean, let's be fair. They no, are but some. it's but it's like with most Christian people, there's no line that you can't come back from if you cross, other than cheating on your spouse. This is the same problem I have with certain women who uh, who they'll let their fucking husbands like beat their kids drive with their drive drunk with their kids in the back do all this fucking bullshit and they stick with them up until that moment that they cheat on their wife and they say finally i've had it with this and it's like yeah it's i don't understand that. so so matt walsh matt walsh takes back his his defending of josh duggar because he has an ashley madison account mm-hmm. who knows if he went out and even fucked other women oh no he did he admitted to it yeah. he, he actually came uh, josh he's in now he's in some like uh Oh yeah, sex rehab, thing. sex rehab bullshit thing. No, apparently he was like he was. I mean, a prostitute. You know what the or, problem a porn with the star. Is. He actually like paid to have sex with a couple of times. Oh yeah, me and Bailey talked about that. Yeah, and then I said she was like, "Name a porn star." And it's like Jenna Jameson, <laughs> and that's like the only one I could. Yeah, but I, then it was like Jenna Jameson. That's the only one I honestly since like the nineties. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I could think of offhand. But. uh well, Ron Jeremy, I guess. <laughs> oh, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh, who's that other one? Well, and then what's that one, though, that did all the, like, Peter North or whatever? Yeah. I he was big. He was, like, in bed with the mafia. Oh, really? Yeah, Peter North, and he was, like, using porn money to, like, fund the mafia or something. <laughs> I saw a documentary about it on, like, Gangland or something. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, but uh, yeah, you know what the whole Duggars problem is? Is, like, they fucking... And this is the other problem I have with Christian, like Christianity and its teachings is like, it's like, just teach that fucking sex is fun and everybody wants to do it. But what separates us from the fucking animals is self-control. Like if Josh Duggar didn't grow up thinking that he was fucked up for like masturbating or fucked up for thinking normal well, thoughts, they, then he probably wouldn't have been a freak. They grew this. up so f- all repressed, them, so fucking repressed. They're not allowed to dance. Okay. I, I have two young sons. 
one my oldest is age three and change the other one's age one and change one thing i've noticed about kids they or they dancing in general they from. naturally dance oh you don't have to teach them to dance like they'll they'll start hearing the music like something that, and they'll start doing that like rocking back and forth yeah thing. yeah you don't have to teach kids that it's a natural thing if dancing was so bad and evil and leads to unprotected sex with you know male prostitutes or whatever why the fuck would god make it natural it's a natural reaction yeah. to music Fucking my my kid my youngest at the age of nine months was doing that you know that, that funny like back and forth thing that little kids do when they you know try to dance. How is that fucking gonna lead anybody? And they just this whole thing is just prove the Duggars way of life fucking wrong. They yeah, repress their kids so much. Of course, wrong. their kids I are think gonna any seek sort of the like, forbidden fruit. Yeah, I think any sort of like repressive upbringing like that. I'm not saying like teach your kids like you can have sex when you're 12 or no. make sure you masturbate you know before the age of 10. Because, no, but you, you know, don't make them feel quicker. you don't make them feel odd for having those sorts of things. You just teach them like yeah, you're 12 years old. Guess what? You're gonna want to like you're gonna want to have sex with people when you're 12. Actual honest well, to God, sex them, education it needs to be. I mean, you can't just teach abstinence. It's it's sex. Sex is such a natural fucking thing. Like like. Especially when you're young, you, you fucking want sex. You have to teach. Well, and that's just you have to teach preventative. Like you have to yeah. teach. Like wear a fucking condom. There are things you have to te- talk about STDs. You have to talk about the risk of being pregnant. Like different measures you can take to keep from being pregnant if you have sex. So let's face it. Well, and that's the thing though too is like you just need to make sure that kids know that like what the shit that they're thinking, feeling, and going through is all fucking normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's probably where the Duggars went wrong. It's not simply like, okay, you could teach your son to be abstinent or whatever. Say, abstinence is the only way to go. But you can't, as a, as a father, I feel like it's your duty to tell your son, yep, son, you're going through those uh, those wild times and shit's going to be crazy. But you know what? Jesus didn't fuck anybody. So you're not going to fuck anybody unless you're married to her. And that's probably, but then be like, honest, beat your meat as hard and as fast as you can. <laughs> it's actually scientifically proven that masturbation is healthy. Did you know in 1994 or 1996 that the Surgeon General of the yeah, United that's States that's what I'm talking about <laughs> fired for having said that it was and he and he's been proven right. Yeah, no, yeah, or she. It might have been a she, he or she. I, I can't remember. The Surgeon General of the United States. I can't. Uh, I can't remember the name. 19... But yeah, just teach your kid that it's normal. Teach your kid that they're not a freak. Teach your kid that that's something that they should express in one form or another, or they're gonna fucking molest people. And the other thing I have my biggest problem with my the absolute biggest problem I have with the Duggars is they it's the woman's fault. They teach Gosh. their girls you have to dress modestly. And there's nothing wrong with dressing modestly, especially I mean no. in this day and age, as a girl, a younger girl, you should I mean, yeah, you should just because there's fucking freaks out there. I don't have a problem with them saying, you know, you're just a little bit more modest. That's fine. But they're they're teaching them that because it's their fault. Like you are a temptation to men. Oh, men Jesus. can't control themselves. So if you wear shorts and show off your legs, men aren't going to be able to control themselves and it'd be your fault. That's the fu- wrong fucking message to send to girls and guys. The one, uh, the one I guarantee thing- you fucking uh, Josh Duggar's wife is blaming herself on this. Like, oh, I'm, I didn't give it up, give it up enough for him. I guarantee you that's what's going on. You know, the one thing that I've taken away, like some, like, you know, people taught me about the philosophy of Christianity that I've taken away and still sort of hold on to as this day is like what I said earlier. It's just like, obviously you're right. Like men are fucking kind of animals and one level, but at the same time, it's like, that's true. Uh, at the same time, like I, someone taught me when I was really young, I wasn't that young, but it, it just stuck with me. This weird idea. It's like, well, but human beings were given self-control yeah. And that's, like, what separates you from the animals. Like, you can fast if you wanted. Animals can't fast. There's nothing in an animal that will not eat food if it's in front of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, yeah. We could do all these crazy things. And, like, that's, that's like, the divinity inside we human We have beings. self-awareness because that's what separates us from animals. I mean, yeah. we are we know we have we have a choice. We know we have a choice. And, the, and to say that men can't control themselves is a fucking just debasement. It's a cop-out. It's a fucking cop-out. Like, if you're a Christian being – or if you're a Christian – person and 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 you say, right say that you're throwing every christian value or anything out the window it's just bullshit because you can control yourself history and millions of women can attest, i mean i haven't raped anybody no, no one no rape has ever been avoided by a long skirt yeah yeah it's it, i i can't oh, it's a fucking like, 
they oppress the girls even more than they do the guy. I mean, like they have some of their older daughters who aren't married yet are still living at home. They don't have any fucking training, any skills because they're like they're 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 required according to their religion. They're teaching that fucking guard hard prick, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, they're just going to be baby. No, that's the name. Like they have some guy who's like wrote a book on how to raise kids, you know, in the Christian way, and his name's like Godhard or something. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, basically they're raised like when your your sole purpose in life is to get married, give it up to your your spouse, your husband, and make babies. Do it only in missionary position with the blankets over you, with the lights off. Essentially, yeah. Like no. You can't fucking. What if some of those daughters don't ever get married? The parents die off. Who's going to take care of them? They can't take care of themselves because they've been given no skills, no education. Yeah, that's the. I, at this day and age, it's like, are there really that many? Is there really people out there who are still like think that way? Yeah, the Duggars. I mean, I mean obviously there is, but it's just like <laughs> this fucking yeah. day and age. Uh, I mean, we just had two women go through like Ranger boot camp. Yeah. Which is like one of the most difficult boot camps there is, and they did great. They go and break Josh Duggar's dick off. Yeah. With their vaginas. I wish someone fucking would. Ah, I don't I don't get that. This yeah, like, just, I'm the same way. I mean women are definitely beneath me. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean they're I mean they're definitely less human, but <laughs> <laughs> like what did I read the other day? It's like uh men just treat women like weak like smaller, weaker men. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know, but it's like that whole thing. Oh, that's what it was. Well, no, this what it's not this at all. But on Star Wars, on like the Instagram feed or whatever, they posted a picture of a female stormtrooper, and some dipshit wrote on there like, uh, "I can't really tell that this is a female. Like the armor is too like generic looking or too male looking. Like how am I supposed to know that's a female?" And Star Wars just went on and was like, "Fucking." Do you want a breastplate? The star the Star Wars guys just went on and said, "Yeah, it's a woman wearing armor meant for fighting." It doesn't need to look like a woman's armor. Like what a dip- what does a like, woman's armor look like? Yeah, the whole idea is that you have the nipples on the thing and the breasts. Oh my god! And all that. Yeah. Which no armorer would ever make armor for a woman that looks like that. Like no blacksmith would ever be like, "All right, let's put the boobies in." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's my like, favorite part. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, fucking. Imagine what it would feel like if you guys were a woman. Uh, nah, I'd rather, oh, I, no, I'd I get it. I don't want to take it that I mean, far. And, and <laughs> I enjoy my male white privilege. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, a lot of people always criticize me, but it's like, instead of feeling bad about my male white privilege, I'm just going to take as much advantage of it I'm as just possible. Gonna, I try to use it for good. What, can, what else can I do in this it's world? It's like that, um, uh, why am I, Magneto? Um, Speak say. louder. Uh, uh, Magneto. No, he's not Magneto. He's, uh. Ian McKellen? Ian McKellen, no. Are you talking about Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart. I'm really sorry. I got them confused for a second. Professor X. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He, like, talks about, in the interview, he talks about, like, you only can get shit done in this world if you're an old white male. He's like, so I'm going to use that for the good of humanity. Oh, yeah. Old white male. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or it's like, it's like uh, who, who, Chris Pratt, right? The guy from Jurassic World? Yeah. You know, he who was doing an interview with Nerdist, and he was talking about how, how, like, well, how do you feel now that you get all this attention you know, from the magazines and all this stuff, now that you are a buff, like, handsome white guy rather than that fat white guy. And he's like, he's like, look, I'm not saying that there is nothing inherently wrong with our, like, social structure where we value attractive people and fit people. But am I going to, like, be able to change it by myself? He's like, no. But until then, I'm just going to take advantage of it and make as much money as possible because these idiots are willing to pay me for a photo shoot. That's not my fault, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, I, I sort of like that mentality. He's like, I'm just going to take advantage of it. Yeah. He's like, he, he's not saying that he endorses it or that he backs it up, but he's like, I'm just going to make money from it. Like until, you know, I got a kid, I got a wife, like got to put food on yeah. the table. Like, not that he's not insanely wealthy already from yeah. the Jurassic She's world, but, wealthy, so. but that, that, that kind of reminds me like, you never hear, I mean, you hear like people talk about the good old days, how people used to be, you know, back, you know. And, you know, in the generic, like, in my day, you know, young people used to, you know, were those really the good old days? I started thinking about that. It's like, no. I mean, black people couldn't, you know, they had to eat at different restaurants, drink different fountains. It was didn't... simpler times. Like, they weren't, they never had to look at these problems. Yeah. They, That's the problem. We live I mean, in a global world. They were world. never, uh, people are always talking like, oh, the world's just going down the shitter. Like, I don't really think it is so much because, like. No, I think the world's getting better. 
Well, because if you look at like people with special needs, they used to just stick them in a fucking asylum and be done with them. Yeah, dude. Look at it doesn't uh, happen as at least in the United States it doesn't happen as much anymore, if at all. Fairview. Yeah, Fairview yeah, over in Salem was a fucking horrible torture. They released pictures of that place from I don't know where at, but there was like this huge like documentary about Fairview. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's like Fairview is. One of the uh, Dude, one, oh, me and Bailey one time watched a documentary. We had, we had an aunt that what was, was that there. called? Uh, what was Cropsey? It was like this urban legend in New York about oh. this being called Little Cropsey Island. that would take your kids away if you. Well, and then they started like identify like what is this urban legend? And they sort of suspect that it might have cropped up from because they had a, a, a home like an institution for for the mentally ill. It wasn't. It, it, uh, God, there was a. Such a douchey term for it. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was a douchey term, but it. But either way, so uh, they showed footage of that place, like while it was in use with people in it. Oh, and it's like to this day, like sometimes that still haunting. like haunts me. It kids, was frightening. It was scarier than any. Feces. It was scarier mm-hmm. than any. I've, I think I've seen that same yeah. documentary. It was scarier than any like horror movie I've ever seen. Like because the fact that that was real life, like uh, you know. That's what, that's my point. Is like that used to be commonplace. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like now, like we've you know made strides to not just do that, but actually help make 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 amends, make amends, but also like make people with special needs life better and make them more part of society because there's no reason not to. And same thing, like more people with special yes, needs. Yes, there's are still by there's their definitely parents. still racial tensions, but it's like. A black person can go. You know, though, what my dad and, said about drink that? Drink in a fountain and not be arrested for it or yeah. hanged. You know what my dad said about that, though? Because I, I had said, well, because I was talking about hair, actually. And I said, it's astounding to me that hair came out in 1968. I said, because it feels relevant. Like, all of this stuff in it feels like it could have been made by my generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything in it. The, um, the racial stuff, the war, yeah. the, um, uh, like sexuality stuff. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I had said like, it, I, and I sort of stupidly said to my dad, I said, everything feels like super relevant and that it feels current. Yeah. I mean, it feels like, yeah, it's kind of a, a caricature because it's the clothes. If everybody changed their clothes in that play, yeah. it would be current. Yeah. Uh, just change Vietnam for Iraq or Afghanistan. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, excuse me. And uh, and I had said everything about it feels current. Uh, and I said except for maybe the racial stuff. And my dad was like, Are you "Fucking kidding me?" <laughs> He's like, "The racial stuff is probably the worst it's been in the last thirty years, because every now that it's like." And he didn't say this is now me putting in his words, but he did say that that it's the racial tensions are the worst that he remembers. And since well, Vietnam. since since those times, yeah, there's definitely there's a lot of truth to that. But I think that it's a natural progression because I think. You're seeing what you're seeing now well, is well. That's yeah. White, white privilege or the the it's the death the death throws like it's they're 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 in a corner now. Yeah. Thirty years ago they weren't in a corner. Now they're in a corner. So you're seeing a lot more tension. A lot well, more. and what I was saying too is about because you were talking about the good old days. Yeah. And I said probably good. the reason that our parents' generation says that is because they weren't confronted with it every day. We live in a global world where we can go online. We turn on the news. And we see these problems mm-hmm. instantly transmitted in real time. Whereas in the good old days, you know, maybe it took a couple of days for a story yeah. to break or whatever. And and you just weren't you just weren't bombarded with it constantly. And I, you know, I think ever since Obama got in office, people feel like they can speak out about black people more than ever because, well, they got a black one in office now, you know. So it's like Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, you, we're just bomb. We are faced with the issues. We have to look at them. Every day, whereas before you could just avoid them yeah. if you wanted. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, th- I think you're right. But then there's also the, like there's the, it's a natural progression. Of course, things are going to when you get more equality, there's going to be the side that had all the power is going to be really pissed off about. It, so there's going to be a lot more tension because they don't they want their power back. The flip side, what I have noticed is people are a lot more sensitive now. Oh, Jesus, overly don't sensitive. Get me started. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely some shit like shouldn't that shouldn't be said, and people should be up in arms about. But there's also some stuff that's just like, what the fuck? We're supposed to have freedom of speech. If someone wants to be ignorant, let them be fucking ignorant. You know, my whole thing is like, people go out of their way to be butt hurt by shit anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's that, uh, that's the flip side to like how like the progression that we made is people are overly sensitive. 
Like you say, uh, like, Kate, the fact that like he, Caitlyn Jenner, like, if I dare say, like, Caitlyn Jenner's fucking uglier than shit. Oh, you can't, you, you want to take transgender people's She's rights brave. away? Like, no, I think, she, I think Caitlyn Jenner's fucking uglier than shit. And Bruce Jenner, guess Caitlyn what? Jenner's She's a, a woman. Bag. Now we're going to treat her like every other woman. Yeah. Her tits are <laughs> saggy. <laughs> Actually, they look great, but fuck her. <laughs> No, it's just like, I don't dislike Caitlyn Jenner because she's a woman now or transgender. I dislike like, her because she's a fucking asshole who is overprivileged and fuck him. It's like there's some sort of, I don't know who it was, some maybe some fighter or another that went from being a man to being a woman. Yeah. Suck on that vapor, Rhett. Oh, whoops. Didn't get a big drag. Uh, but they went from being a man to, sorry, being a woman. And everyone was like, oh, you, you, Ronda Rousey has to fight this person now. And Ronda Rousey just flat out came out and said, look, I know that, like, technically, I'm not supposed to say any of this stuff. Like, yeah, she's a woman now. But biologically, she has all the same features as a man. Her bone density, her muscle structure, no. blah, 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 blah. It's not going to be a fair fight. And it's like, okay, so what? If I win... What does that prove? It does. Everyone's just going to be like, oh, well, that fighter, blah, 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 blah. If I lose and they're going to be like, oh, well, it's just going to be a blow to the movement either way. Yeah. Of this whole like equal. Yeah. At a certain point. I don't know what it is. They're they're going a little bit overboard. People flamed Ronda Rousey for that. I was just like, why? She said the right thing. She's not wrong. I mean. Yeah. It just like. What, What purpose would that fight serve? It wouldn't, other than entertainment. People just want to, like, it's this whole equal movement thing. I, I doubt the fighter even wants that. The fighter doesn't want that. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but. And I want to play devil's advocate here, because I don't know how, to, I don't know yet how I, I feel on this subject, so I want to hear someone else's opinion, because I, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think, I do, it's, is it ridiculous that we're, society just talking about American society. 316 million people are catering so much to such a small portion. Like I'm, I'm speaking of transgender, transvestite. Yeah. You know, is it ridiculous that we're catering to that small portion? I've always thought we shouldn't cater to anyone. It should just be equal across the board. See, that's what that's kind of my gut feelings. It's like, but then you why say do we have to cater like to anybody? To people like Geico and and you're a bad person for that. Which no. this is pro- this is our white privilege coming out for sure, but at the same yeah. time, it's like no, that's, that's I, it's a like, valid are point. we after equal rights for all? Like, I don't want to be better than anybody, uh, but I also don't think that there needs to be like special amendments made for every little case. I think you all everyone gets the same chips in life, and you go for it. Yeah. At a certain point, we need to stop giving concessions. Yeah, to, and just like everybody's e- like everybody. Obviously, not everybody's equal as far as like you know, people. Some people are born into um, yeah. poverty. Some people are born into wealth. Yeah. But at a certain point, it's just like, all right, you. It is what it is. Do what you can do. Because you're a woman. Because you're gay. Because you're transgender. Because you're black. Because you're Hispanic. We won't let that affect any decisions as far as you know. You get into college, one way or the other, or you you yeah, get in this nice job. If we get rid of you, all that like bias. merit. I, I feel like we're, we're going to take everything on merit. So if you want to do well in life, do fucking good in life. Fucking work your ass off, and you'll do well. That'd be ideal. Will Obviously, it it's not a perfect world, and we're not there yet. Again, white I, privilege. I, I think all once so. the ancient dinosaurs die away, that are the ones who are hanging on to bigotry and all. And that we circle shit. back to Rush Limbaugh and going back. You know, it's interesting. Like I. Uh, I don't endorse this in the slightest. Uh, no, wait. What was I going to say? I was going to talk about a country that doesn't cater to minorities or anything. Maybe China? I don't know. But No, they there definitely don't. They, they, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, there's. China just caters to. I mean, people that are communist China, they're not communists. That is a. I mean. I they've got more free, easier free enterprise than we do. Well, you start a business in a day over there. Also, but also you have no, socially you have no rights. Like they control how many kids you have. They, yeah. They control religion. They control. I think socially. Sexuality. I mean. Socially they're communistic, not, but, but. Well, I don't even think it's communistic. It's, it's a dictatorship. Oh yeah. I guess you're right. And theoretically, yeah, communism. Yeah. They don't like, I mean, true communism religion's not a not a good thing because as we all know religion just breeds inequality but like huh. as far as like 
I don't know. I mean, communism is generally everybody. I mean, that the whole theory is everybody's equal. Everybody gets the same. You know, no, no, no one's better than anybody else. In. It's a classless society. Yeah, it's a classless society. But there are classes in communism. Isn't well, there? there's no, there's never been a true communist country. Never been. Never oh, will. Okay. I guess I was just thinking of like true, Russia. I was like, very idea that proletariat and yeah, yeah. like isn't proletariat that's like the working class in Russia? Maybe I have that wrong. Well, no, that's like that's that was. Um, have you read the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx? I'm not getting my lines tapped by the FBI, so no. <laughs> just kidding. I haven't. I saw it well, for sale at Borders one time. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you read it, it's 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 on paper, it's the perfect society. Yeah, and and he's in the proletariat. He's talking about that's what, yeah, that's the the working class people should rise up against. You know. Oh, I see. But no, um, but yeah, on paper, Marxist socialism or true communism is the best form of government. It is impossible in 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 the real world because absolute power corrupts absolute. You give anybody power, any government has any power, there's going to be corruption. Yeah, it's a fucking guarantee. It doesn't yeah. matter which. It doesn't matter. It's just going to be corruption. The fucking Vatican. I mean, you know, that's technically a country. There's corruption. It's it's been proven. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it's it's unfortunately we've uh, I don't know. In the United States, it's so weird anymore because it's like we're the closest to the uh, you know perfect republic that Plato mentions in his book. The republic. yes, and yeah, we're the closest that we've gotten so far in history. Yeah. And, but at the same time, it's like no more are politicians representative of the people. They're representative of the people who put them into office. They're representative of the lobbyists. money, the corporations, yeah. the lobbyists. We, we've turned into an oligarchy or, yeah. or, or a democratic oligarchy. Corporatocracy. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's uh Look at us, couple of whiteys solving the world's problems. No, nah, we're just doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're just doing a podcast. Drink a beer. <laughs> we ain't solving shit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know. We obviously don't have all the answers, and maybe some of the shit we already said is politically incorrect. But I mean, I'm—I'd be willing to change things I said if people are give me good enough reasons. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I do. I have everything. I have all the solutions, including herpes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. Um, I, I don't. By the way, I mean nothing. I think is necessarily. Lisa's listening. What the fuck? Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, it's anal herpes, honey. It's okay. <laughs> you don't touch that. <laughs> Except with your tongue. Every Thursday. Uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> How'd you know? I watch. <laughs> Smartphones. Periscope. Yeah. We should do that sometime. Oh, yeah. Damn it. I wanted to do that tonight. My phone's almost dead. We'll, we'll just do it next week. That's what I said the last time. Got one percent battery life. <laughs> Where are we at in time? Forty minutes. Well, should we talk about like Star Wars? Like they have that. What was it, like fifteen second footage? Fifteen seconds of footage they released looked pretty badass. Anyone who doesn't know, um, on Instagram, I didn't know till today when I walked in to record that uh, Star Wars. They uh, on Instagram they um, introduced some. Uh, the reason I'm talking is Rhett's just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I'm vamping. You, you're Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, He's my like, uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, I'm not. I'm, not, uh, I'm supposed to be the comedic uh, relief footage. here. Uh, uh, f- fuck it. The reason I'm talking is because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of fuckstick Rhett just walks uh, off. He's the one that's supposed to be leading the conversations. And I'm supposed yeah. to be the one that makes dipshit asshole remarks. No, it looks funny. incredible. I don't know how much you could see from over there, but the first oh, I could see a lot. It's, no. it's just like that final shot with the the, the black stormtrooper. Yeah, well, I don't. I think his name what? has been released, but I yeah, I don't, I don't follow it close enough. But yeah, black stormtrooper that everyone hated on. Uh, Why they hate on him? I don't know. Remember, but like we took oh, a, that's right. We did talk about that. Oh, we, a guy because... called in about it too. Uh, Dennis from Gallup, Washington. We have so few Collins that we actually remember their names. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. Yeah. But he asked us what we thought about it and was like, you know, because everybody, there was this huge uproar about it. Like, oh, this is bullshit. They're supposed to be white. Yeah. So, yeah. So the first shot is like a scene of, it looks like classic Empire stuff going on, like stormtroopers in formation. Uh, you see some figures in black coats, which are, you know, like leadership. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, 
you see the chick with the, the, the new awakening, you know, and, and then, yeah, you see that chick with some astromech droid in the background and, and then it shows Kylo Ren, who's... But it's, like, the, pretty dark. You just see the outline. You basically see his lightsaber with, like, the... The cross thing on it. And he's in the woods with the snow gently falling. And then it shows the Black Stormtrooper, and he pulls out his blue lightsaber. And then it's like, can you feel it? And then it ends. I'm stoked. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Dude, it looks... I have such high hopes for it. I, th- I think it's going to deliver. Well, God, dude. Just when you go and listen to it again, Kane, like, listen to that sound of that blue lightsaber popping open. Like, good Lord. This looks like... I wonder if they're going to be they're going to be faithful to the... Because they're definitely trying to be more like the original, the original. three. It feels so faithful to the original. Like, I'm wondering time... if they're going to be faithful, like no, like, no music during, like... There was music during this, I think, but... Yeah, but I mean, it's it's also a trailer essentially. So I, I, mean, I I would think it would be cool if they kind of matched the same format where they didn't have music during the lightsaber stuff. But may, they're probably gonna have the lightsabers a lot more than in the original trilogy. Yeah, because it really wasn't that much in the original trilogy. And- no, you get Obi Wan and Darth Vader, plus like Luke's turning it on a few times. Yeah, that's like the big. But ones. let's just talk about duels in the original three. What duels? Obi Wan, Darth Vader, Luke, Darth Vader, and then Luke, Darth Vader again. Yeah. That's like the main things. Yeah, there's only three duels in the original three. Yeah, I mean Luke uses his lightsaber. A yeah, lot. you see him use it like practice and, and, and like fighting a, a little bit, but Tauntaun gets cut open. Yeah, cuts up a motherfucking. Uh, or that's that's a uh, Han Solo. Yeah. What that. is what's that thing called? The Wampa. The Wamp. The Taunt. Oh yeah, uh, the the snow monster. Is yeah, that what you're talking about? Wamp- I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's like the Wampa or mm-hmm. something, or like the. Damn it! Why don't I remember this? Um. The Womper, the, but anyway, yeah. So <laughs> sounds like a porn star name. I'm the Womper. I'm the Womper. You know why they call me that? Why? I Womp. I know now. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, uh, that's not a joke. That's fucked up. Rape's no joke, Kane. Um, but yeah, the footage just looks so cool. I mean. Obviously, the part that everybody geeks out over the most is the lightsaber stuff. I mean, it as cool as the original trilogy is, I wasn't excited for any of those movies as much as I am excited about this. Like this, just wait, wait say that again. As cool as the new trilogy was. Oh, okay. okay I okay. might have said original. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. As cool as the new trilogy is, like the Revenge, yeah. Attack of the Clones, Phantom Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as cool as that is, I don't. I was never excited for any of those movies as much as I am excited. For I. I was a, I was very excited for Revenge, because that's what was going to tie everything together. I, I I already knew the backstory, so I I would say I was I was excited because in a different way I was excited because I knew Chewbacca was going to be this one. I was very disappointed with Chewbacca such a limited in, fucking role in Revenge. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I mean, I, was, I mean, I, I was, I was excited. I, I, they were gonna tie everything together. This one, I'm excited because I don't fucking know what's going on. This is the first Star Wars movie since 1977, you or know, 1983, where you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's interesting because I get the same feeling watching this. So, you know, as far as all of the like the extended universe stuff goes, yeah. like I've played pretty much all of the Star Wars video games. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because they're just engrossing and they're super exciting. And it's fun because, like, I get the same feeling when I watch this. It's like those first times I turned those games yeah. on and got, like, sucked into that Star Wars thing, which to me, like, those are genuine Star Wars experiences because I wasn't alive when the original trilogy was coming out. Yeah. And I just grew up with Star Wars. It wasn't something that yeah, just bombarded me. Me and you so. both. Star Wars has always existed. Yeah. So when I got to play the games, like, the games were the first Star Wars experience that were wholly my own. Because, you know, yeah. my parents didn't get a – they didn't stand in line to play the game or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was – it was wholly – for me and like my generation and everything so it was cool to get a lot of those things and those games are like i mean the storylines in them are better than any of the movies Mm -hmm. almost but um i don't know it's just so i i'm i see him turn on his like his lightsaber at the end black stormtrooper guy and i'm just like i get giddy i'm just like i'm just i'm really they're playing a lot of things close to the chest still and that's jj abrams well and that was the other thing we talked about before we still haven't really we have we've heard luke skywalker's voice but we haven't seen him 
Which, like- it's, make, it's making me fucking wonder, like, is he going to be a villain? Like, is he turned to the dark side? Or is he a hermit? What the fuck's going on? Like, you know, if I, I almost wonder if they're not even ever going to show him in a trailer. It's just they're gonna when the movie comes out. That's your that's the first time you're gonna see Luke Skywalker, dude. They sh- they shouldn't show him. Why not? The, why not? Dude? Mark more. Hamill is the man, dude. He's fucking awesome. He could do anything. No, no you disagree? No, uh, no, no. I, it's hard to yeah, it's hard to disagree. With I that. mean, he's not like a great actor, I guess. But if you've ever no, heard but his Mark Hamill is the Joker. Like he's badass as the uh, Joker. He's right up there with Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, I've I've, wa- I've I've rewatched some of the cartoon. He does the voice for Joker. It's like fuck, Mark Hamill's right up there. He's great. You can make an argument like his, his the his Joker laugh is the quintessential Joker yeah. laugh. Yeah, like if you watch if you watch some Mark Hamill stuff, him voicing Joker, and then you watch Heath Ledger's Joker, the like, laugh is very similar. It's like fuck, Heath Ledger got that from Mark Hamill, probably. I mean, it's so similar that like shit. Like, yeah. it, you can't help but wonder if like. They just gave uh, Heath Ledger a bunch of you know the cartoons and said, "Okay, Here do that go. laugh." But um, well, how old was Heath Ledger? He was thirty. Oh, okay, thirty-one. I, was say, was, I mean, if he 30s. liked Batman at all, and he was probably like our age-ish, like between your and my age. Well, I mean, he was like I think he was probably thirty-something when he like thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, right in that early thirties when he died. Yeah. So, well, he probably. I mean, if he liked Batman, maybe he did see some of the animated stuff. It's not wouldn't be unheard of. No. But, but no, I'm saying, but like with Mark Hamill, he's on the same level as Stan Lee as, um, um, oh my, I am Spock. Oh, he just died. I feel horrible for Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. Icons. Like yeah. nerd pop culture yeah. icon. I mean, Mark Hamill's not the greatest actor in the world. I mean, he's, no. I think he, like with age, he's gotten he did really good. I mean, he did great in return. I mean. Yeah. His voice actor stuff. I mean, he's been in other st- movies too. He really was. He was in the Big Red one. He wasn't that bad in that movie. Anyway, but I mean, no, but he's I, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a war movie from like the '80s. It's actually not bad. But I'm saying like he's icon. I yeah. mean, he like Mark no, Hamill could never. He could. He could never do another movie. Just again, but he'll, he'll always he be an icon been, because he was Luke, Luke fucking Skywalker, Skywalker in yeah. the greatest fucking film franchise to ever, ever. exist. So it's like, no, I agree with that. I I would be totally, perfectly fine if they don't show him at all, and then you just get you just get the experience of it in theaters. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. That might be what they're doing because oh, you think man. this close they'd start showing Luke Skywalker to build up suspense, but they haven't. You've okay. heard his voice. You've heard his voice yeah. once, and they've shown you Han Solo, and they've shown you Chewbacca, and I, like they've released images. Of uh, Leia, but you have—I mean, you haven't seen authentic, or for sure authentic. Um, unless I'm wrong, I don't know, but you haven't seen Luke Skywalker at all, even in like images. No, yeah, I don't think so. At least not officially. Maybe they something something's leaked Leaked. out, but um, I really am a fan of the theory that uh, Kevin Smith is going to have a cameo appearance in the movie. I think he is. Um. It's really interesting. Why the fuck was he on set for all that time? Like, he well, spent, did you listen to the podcast when he told the story yeah. about it? And, and he, he was cried just like, at the Millennium Falcon. Which, yeah, well, and the whole story, story started. The whole story started with uh, him getting an email from JJ, like, "Hey, man, we want you to come on set sometimes." And he's like, "What, really?" And he goes, "Oh, whoops, I emailed the wrong Kevin," <laughs> or like whatever, you know. Yeah. And that was like that was supposedly how it really happened. He never corrected, like. And then he was like, please let me go, JJ. And he's like, fine. <laughs> like he felt bad or whatever, you know. So that right there speaks to me of of conspiracy for cameo appearance or something. Well, because Kevin Smith said just to go on set, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement yeah. and stuff. I mean, JJ, he's always played stuff close to the chest, like with Lost, Cloverfield, Star Trek. He always plays it close to the chest. Yeah, I mean, and it's good. It's good marketing. It builds up suspense. I won't be disappointed. I don't think. I mean, you. I mean, you could. This podcast is a freaking is a disappointment. Disappointment. Fucking die. Die. No, this podcast. This podcast is like a biography of my like 
my relationship with this new Star Wars movie. You go back and listen to the very beginning when we're talking about Star Wars and all this stuff, Ooh. and then you go yeah, through you were, when it was announced, so- and I was so skeptical. But now I see these trailers, and I'm like, no, this is this- happening. Like, this is... And it, it looks so much more like the original oh. three than it does the the prequel trilogy. That's don't get me part. wrong. There's a special place in my heart for the for Phantom Menace for Attack sure, of the Clones of course. and Revenge, even though Phantom Menace and Attack but were not so good movies. Like, but they're Star Wars. From, when you really think about it, they're so far removed from the original three, which were just magical. Mm-hmm. You know, these move those other movies were great in their own way, and they were Star Wars, which instantly elevates them. Well, it's like even a bad Star Wars movie is better than no Star Wars movie. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'll, I'll watch a bad. I'll watch Phantom Menace day and night if you let me because it's star wars it's fucking star wars yeah the other thing that uh we talked about before we started rolling was uh that um they have essentially cleared a one month block of all imax theaters i don't know if it's in the world or the nation i think it's just the nation maybe but every nation definitely seems feasible but fucking world it's Disney. Like, it wouldn't the... shock me if Disney blocked four weeks of every IMAX theater in the world. Yeah, it was like whatever the Hobbit me. did, whatever the first Hobbit movie did with IMAX is like what this did. Like, no movie has done that except for the Hobbit. I think it's the Nation. I can't remember. I don't know. I'd say I probably look it Nation. Up really quick, but that would be too easy. But either way, it's like a deal that I mean, four weeks, four weeks. So they're not going to have any competition from for IMAX at least. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for any other movie that's coming out within like the first two weeks of. Star well, and there's Wars. a few. There's like a few big ones that are coming out, and there's like a few that even come out in January that are fucked until January 18th. Like it's it's a month worth oh, of man. IMAX talking. That's so expensive. I'm gonna have to go see it in IMAX. at least once, dude. At I saw it in the um, Interstellar in IMAX, and I I threatened to kick the. The, the ticket booth dude's ass if I if he was wrong if it he's like it's worth it dude I'll like, fucking better be for the money I'm spending I on would this be movie. stoked to go to like Cinetopia or something even for yeah. this yeah I'm I think I'm gonna dish out some money and see that night I won't take my kid to I'm gonna take him as long as it's appropriate you can take, take him. him to the regular theater or whatever oh yeah well that IMAX is pretty intense especially to a little kid what, what's going on over there Bailey Oh, cat. <laughs> she looks like an animal. Uh, it's upside down. Thanks. Fucking cat. She. What happened? She's just being a bitch. Um. The cat. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, the cat's just going back there and was fucking with something, and Bailey pulled her out. Oh, okay. And then she went straight back to do it. Oh, Bailey just glared at us. I wasn't sure if I said something wrong. Oh, no, I can't see you. It's a problem. Oh, okay. She couldn't see me. Okay. But, yeah, Sorry, so, I derailed that. Yeah, I definitely... I, I want to see it in IMAX at least one of the... I mean, I'll probably see the movie a couple times. Oh, I'm easily seeing it two or three times at theaters. Take I mean, my I money. S- take my money, Disney. Just take it. Yeah. Take it all. No, I'll see it a few oh, times. I, gonna... I think most like movies like that I've seen at least two or three times. Yeah. I saw Revenge, I think, like three times. I saw that one, yeah, three times. I saw Phantom twice, Attack once. I couldn't stomach it. I couldn't pay. I really liked Attack because I was young. I was in like seventh grade when it came out. Yeah. I mean, I like, I'll watch Attack of the Clones anytime it's on. I just, as, as a movie in general, it sucks. But it's Star Wars. It, it, you know, it's just like, oh, that movie's horrible. Yeah. But, you know, this one, yeah. I mean, if it's any type of good, I'll be there at least twice. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I definitely want to get the best experience with it possible, though. Like, I'm really, I'm really worried because lately, like, I go to movies and, um, I go to movies and like, I always get the impression that people think that their movie ticket is more valuable than mine because like people are talking, they're on their phones, or they're being otherwise obnoxious, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like. Even if your phone's not making any fucking sound, like, I still have to deal with the light? Like, yeah. come on. 
Like, I just hate being sucked, taken out of a movie, especially in a theater, which is like used to be the one place you go to just fully get absorbed in a movie. I have a feeling, though, it's not for Star Wars opening night. There might be a lot just because you have a lot of bootleggers and with their uh, cameras and shit. I have a feeling most bootleggers are more conscientious than others because they don't want their fucking bootleg copy to be shitty. You know what I mean? So that's a good point. I have a feeling Star Wars, you're not going to run into that as much. Cause I, don't I think- mean, I'm fine with like people, like, you know, especially opening night, I'm going to be fine with people cheering and clapping because there's going to be motherfuckers cheering and clapping. You know what I mean? Like, when I saw, uh, was it Attack or was it Revenge where R2 sprays oil on those droids and then lights them on fire? Fuck, I can't remember. I mean, there's definitely a lot of clapping and cheering during Revenge when I saw that. When one. I saw Revenge, there was a ton of people like getting on their feet and just like going nuts. I saw that on opening night too. Every time I saw that movie, actually, people would stand and give the movie a standing ovation. Which is always silly to me because it's not like any of the... I mean, I get... I mean, it's cool if you want to do it. I don't have a problem with it. But just to me, I, I've never done that in a movie here because it's not like the filmmakers are there. So, like, how do they... Who am I showing appreciation to? The yeah. theater for gouging me on prices? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't mind clapping and I oh, like... I'll clap. I don't just standing ovation. Like, oh, I'm like, I can sit and I like ovate clapping. you from sitting. I like cheering. If people are into it, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. No, I think, yeah. How much money the opening night, opening weekend, I should say. I think it's going to blast Jurassic World. I thought it's got to be. I have a feeling it's going to make in one weekend what, like, normal blockbusters. like Making a whole run. Yeah. Like, several hundred million dollars. Well, here's the thing. Like, not even Jurassic World. How much did that make in this opening? That's like the, the almost a billion dollars. Oh, in the first, it was opening, like nine hundred million dollars. The opening in, weekend, yeah, or something crazy. No, was it? I I might have my numbers wrong. Well, if if that if that's true, if, if let's say then Star, Star Wars might make a billion in the first oh, weekend, yeah. then if that's true, but that just seems. I saw I, I finally saw um, Jurassic World. It was pretty good, but that's I mean, like to me, the best scene in that was when they brought in the old T Rex. That was pretty sweet. Spoilers, sorry everybody. Fuck, it's been out for almost a year, like six months now. Rhett's looking it up. Well, so opening weekend was two hundred and eight million. Okay, I I have a feeling Star Wars eight hundred and six thousand, and it's made like uh one point six billion worldwide. I have a feeling Star Wars will get to the 300 million mark easy on their way. I bet it could, dude, because the reason Jurassic World did great is think about it. Kids love that movie mm-hmm. when they were kids. They loved Jurassic Park when they were kids. Mm-hmm. This is like the first sequel to that movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Lost World was fine. Jurassic Park 3 was fine. But it, it was just so far removed from the first one. Yeah. The reason people loved this one is because... It was a spiritual successor and like kind of direct sequel of the first Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. That's why people are going to love this Star Wars. Because it's a spiritual sequel and direct successor mm. to Return of the Jedi. And it's motherfucking Star Wars. And think about it. If Jurassic World did so well because kids loved it and now they're seeing Jurassic World with their kids, mm-hmm. then think about... You know, the generation oh, you're gonna of people have that love Star multi- Wars. You're going to have three generations of fucking people... Oh. That are all about Star Wars. People all the way everything, up into their 40s every, and 50s. Everything about uh, The Force Awakens just points to my mom. My mom saw the first Star Wars movie like 12 times. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, she also, I think she worked at the theater. Oh. So that helps. <laughs> That's even better. But, it's uh, all for free. Um, yeah, she worked at the palace, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so I just imagine there's going to be at least, like, three solid generations of people, right? I mm-hmm. mean, I know your parents aren't into it, but, like, that generation of people were the people that liked it. My dad, my mom, I think she appreciates Star Wars more than she, like, yeah, likes to they're watch Yeah, but they're not yeah. into Although it. Although my like, dad, I think, likes to fake a little bit. I think he really into it. Because I have his old Bible that he, you know, he, when he was a little kid, when he was, like, a teenager. Yeah. And... In that Bible, if you open it up, <laughs> and he bought it, or he he got it brand new as a present from like his dad or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you open up that Bible, you know that you know this yeah. this book, this Bible belongs to so and so's name. There is a sticker of RT or C three PO and Darth Vader, right there. Really? 
Yeah. I think he's into it a little bit more. I, I saw every single Star Wars movie except Revenge because he went with Mac. I saw with my dad. I went. Yeah. He took me to see Phantom. He took me to see Attack. Did you see the new ones when they were re-released? Or, excuse me. The, the, no, I, I didn't. The originals when they were re-released. Oh, in the 90s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he took me all three of those. My dad was going to take me, but I was sick. So, so I, I think my dad, he, he does this, I don't know. Certain things my dad like gets excited about, but he doesn't want anyone to know he's excited about. Animals. I can't say another dog. My bullshit, you want another dog. <laughs> Bailey, am I wrong? Mm-mm. So you think your dad likes Star Wars? Yeah. I don't think he's... I, 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 got you, I don't think he's a nerd like me. I mean, those stickers it. are from your dad. They're not like from yeah, your son. I, like, put them in there when you weren't No, you, I'll, I'll bring the Bible and I'll show you. These are old stickers. Old. Maybe he just didn't know what they were. 1977. Your dad was a teenager at that point, right? Of course he knew what it was. And he, 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 he told me he saw Star Wars in the, in the original run. Well, who didn't? <laughs> right? But I mean, like, I don't, who fucking puts a Star Wars sticker in the Bible? I don't know if Bible? my dad did, though. I don't know if my dad saw Star Wars. I mean, my dad knew what Star Wars was, and he, he would always put it on the TV. Like, I remember being a kid, and my dad would put it on the TV. If it was on, it's like, oh, Star Wars. Cool. Yeah. And, like, we'd watch it. You know what I mean? My dad saw 2001 in theaters, though. Yeah. So I don't know if my dad saw that one. Well, your dad was like four. My dad was 18. Maybe my dad was fine. Sorry. <laughs> I keep forgetting your dad's like... A lot older than your parents. Yeah. <laughs> You're, how old's your dad? He just turned 65 a few months ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he's... he's My dad's quite a bit older. So when 2001 came out, my dad was an adult. And he says he remembers seeing it. He said that there were hippies that would go and they'd like go into the front row during the uh, like wormhole scene Mm-mm. and they'd like roll on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hippies. Anyways, we're uh, But yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, yeah, you guys can uh, hit me up on Twitter at Red is Awesome. R-E-T-T is awesome. Uh, we also have the, uh, the podcast Twitter. It's at Duel of Taints. I haven't checked my Twitter in so long. I apologize. Kaner Wainer, K-A-N-E-R-W-A-N-E-R. <laughs> uh, you guys can email us, duel at airpodcast.com. You can also uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. And if it uh, if it's in your if it's in your will to do so, if God wills it, uh, <laughs> you can uh, give us a call at 657-888-3835. Leave us a voicemail about how upset you are. At uh, Black Stormtrooper now, apparently being a Black Jedi. That's never happened. That's unprecedented. Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Don't spoil it for the racists. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And he wasn't black. He was some race of people from a different world. Who are black. (laughs) 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 That was the punchline. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... Go ahead. No, he's an alien. Is he? Well, there's no Earth in Star Wars, so. Galaxy long time ago and a far, or far away. I mean, there's human beings, obviously. The Empire is racist towards aliens. Because they only like humans. Long time ago. Galaxy far, far away. This is actually a historical film. Yeah. Sing along if you know the words. That's what my history teacher would say. <laughs> or my, my history teacher would be showing us, like, footage of, like, stuff happening in, like, the Stone Age. And he's like, actual footage, class. <laughs> Um, anyways. Copyrighted, not owned by Duo Things. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah.